Good morning. Good morning, everybody. I'm uh, I'm I'm still in solitary confinement, and last time I checked, this is still the digital age. Um, we need to. Well, I figured. I guess I'm trying to just record myself at my worst, at my best. It's not about being this. You know, it's not about being a well-intended douchebag. It's not about being a guy that doesn't care. I know I try to portray that, you know. I got my struggles. Good morning. I got my struggles. I'm drinking a cup of coffee. I got my struggles. Alcoholism and the addiction cure. Chris Prentice. Huh. Let's get some music in the background. I always feel these podcasts work better. Like, I never really listen to them again. But let's just listen to it. Well, Billy, he wants to play, so let Billy... Oh, I love this song. Billy. Somehow I'm working my way. I'm working my way. I'm working my way there. I got three beer. Also. Three beer. I got my buddy Salem Sadrati with the big erection. The man with the huge erection. I introduced him to a girl, a friend. Well, I introduce him to somebody. And like all men, he ends up telling her that he has a huge erection. I do that so many times, it's not funny. You don't take I think men, honestly, in the digital age, see, part of it is you just want to see how they'll react. And some women react. Some women would react like you would hope they would react if that was your woman. And some women... Some women just then just want... And then other women... Anyway. Solitary confinement in the digital age. The pendulum has swung. The pendulum. So, Salem Sadrati just sent me a link, and I'm going to click on it. HTTPS Gray Mirror Backstab. What is he trying to get me to read here? See, it's usually pretty damn interesting. The Great Coup of 2021. Borges. How does this Salem guy... How does he get so many interesting... The Great Coup of 2021 is one of the most amazing storylines in years or even decades. A kind of sizgy of news. Sizgy, what does that mean? A perfect juxtaposition of not two, but three totally different narratives, each of which regards both others as dangerously insane. Ha! Must present a natural feast for any historiographer of the present. There's, I agree with that paragraph, although I think that history's done. History's over. There's no more history. There's only social media. Social media, if you look at the laws of the media, you look at what something obsolesces, according to Marshall McLuhan. Does, has, is social media and these electric, the constant oneness, the simultaneous surround, of information is this rendering history obsolete? Huh? Ha! 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 
I wrote about this remarkable story the other day while it was still happening. Today, the story is what it's done to people, which is absolutely remarkable and far greater. I don't know what's going on here. Three stories I'm about to highlight, which we will call the histrionic story. Histrionic for those who have grown up in the past, those who were born after. <laughs> histrionic means theatrical, basically. It means theatrical. The hypochondriac story, I think that means, wow, this is brilliant. The three stories, these are the three narratives. The histrionic, the hypochondriac, and the historical form a kind of prism of narrative, which perfectly illuminates not just the real events, but the world in which they can happen. Wow, this is a brilliant thing. Selem Sandrati is a, he's a, I'm, I value, I value his friendship. I don't care if he, I introduce him to a woman and then he tells her he's got this huge erection. I do kind of care. I don't wish he wouldn't have done that. But she handled herself, this woman. She did handle herself, uh, according to her, admirably. <laughs> Solitary confinement in the digital age. Well, what are the guards going to bring for dinner tonight? Oh, that's an interesting. The president can suck to live. So blah, 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 blah. Okay. The way to understand the world is to understand all these narratives. All of them. All the narratives at once. You need to understand that. That's the environmental approach. That's the environment. There you go. That's the environmental approach. The McLuhan advocate. You need to understand the environment of the information. You don't need to get stuck in your little track of either pro-Trumpism or anti-Trumpism or what I like about Trump is that he's defining all that he's bringing it out like history which is obsolete will reveal how horrendous the journalism at CNN is for example I'm not going to talk about MSNBC I'm going to talk about CNN I'm going to talk about like Jake Tapper history will reveal they are horrendous journalists they're not even journalists that doesn't mean they're wrong. That doesn't mean they're wrong. You have to understand all the narratives. When I try to, when I'm like harassing Jake Tapper for his bullshit on Twitter, it doesn't mean I disagree with him. It just means Jake. You don't try to pass yourself off as a journalist if all you're doing is fucking ramming fucking narrative down our throat. Same with fucking Tucker Carlson, you know, I mean, they're both like, they're both like, they're both, they're both different sides of the same evil coin, Jake Tapper and Tucker Carlson. It's not even an evil coin. I'm sorry. That's, I apologize for that. That was a judgmental, it's not an evil coin. It's the same coin. Jake Tapper's constant anti, oh. It's just a headache. And the problem is everyone falls for it. So in my opinion, that would be, just to suggest, just to summarize this, that would be the histrionic story. I believe Carlson and Tapper are both elements of the histrionic story. I'm just gonna assess what I think according to this wonderful little article. Now we've got the hypochondriac story. Now where would you lie in that spectrum, friends? especially given this quote 
unquote pandemic. Dr. Isaac Bogosh, is that one of the guys? Bonnie, Bonnie Allen? No, what's your name? Bonnie Henry, yes. Hey, I got a job. I got a fucking job. <laughs> Turn away to these drunken musings. All the ways. And you know, this is why I believe McLuhan's important. This is why I believe McLuhan's important. This article, I've only read, I'm just shitting as I go here, but as I do. But this article is why I believe McLuhan's important. He's trying to highlight the effects of the media, everything, all the stories. It's a prism of narrative. But now, and I just get on social media. I get on social media. I say the most <laughs> outlandish things sometimes. It's called tricks it's it's called tricksterism. It's called tricksterism. Ozzy G. I get knocked down. In a way, I feel like I need to make my father proud still. I need to make my father proud. My dad would get, I think he'd start to get me now. I think he would get me now. I don't think he'd be so kind of like tight-assed about. Anyway. Last night on Clubhouse, I heard the most, this is, I'm reading the article. Last night on Clubhouse, I heard the most remarkable first-person narrative by the only black man at the storming of the Capitol. The speaker had an AAVE accent, so I could barely understand him. He was high as hell. Every three sentences was smoking the gas. He was about to light up under that dome, but didn't quite dare. But he also had a cup full of apple juice and Cointreau. Now that's a man. That's a man. However, this man, this is a great man, whoever this man is. But this may give the wrong impression of one of the finest comedy performances I've ever heard. <laughs> Sadly, this truly American genius had to waste a bunch of time explaining to the other black people in the room that no, all these wild-ass hillcrackers wasn't being racist at him. While that live moment was lost in time, like tears in the rain, fuck, this is, I like this. I like the writing of it. The, I don't even know what this The room was full of producers. Surely the public will get some thin, sanitized, N-word free replica of it. The room was full of producers. Of course it was full of producers. Of course it was full of producers. Who's filming this storming of the Capitol? Why are there so many images? The dude was like, someone was like, we're going to the Capitol. And the crowd went to the Capitol. And when it got there, it went in. Every kind of gawked around, checked out stuff, took selfies, left trash on the floor, and maybe smoked some weed. Then they left. Some people grabbed funny souvenirs. He didn't see no violence. There was no violence. He didn't do no violence. He was just there. The only violence was when the police shot a woman. Police killed a woman. He was just there because he could feel it was going to be wild. And indeed, the actual impact on the hallowed marble halls was not unlike a situation in which a herd of actual wild animal, animals, not primates, perhaps donkeys or hogs, maybe even a cleaner animal, 
such as the fastidious tapir, this is a great fucking article, have been some, uh, have been somehow for one brief and delirious moment lured into, wow. The histrionic story is the story of a true popular uprising crushed by a repressive ravine. Of course, the Trumpist narrative. They're all histrionic. They're all histrionic. The hypochondriac story is the story that is convincing everyone right now that America has cancer. That's true. You're right. Oh, that's brilliant. It's a horrifying day. It will go down to however much longer that is, Stephen Colbert put it. Colbert, always a pro, knows how to wear his hypochondria lightly. He almost never sounds like Marat on Jimson Weed. It'd be nice if everyone in his party had that talent. Or at least some Xanax. Well... Wow, someone put a chip in your brain. The historical story, oh, I can't read it anymore. It's too long, but it's a great fucking article. A great fucking article. A great fucking article. With that, I will not read. A great article. A great article. A great article. A great article. Perhaps. Great article. Where's Bonnie Al? Yeah, sure. Fucking blocked. Great article. A great article.
how do we frame things? How do we frame? is a uh, journalist. I just started sending her stuff. I think I should do a whole episode on Bonnie Allen. And then one on Stephanie Taylor. Stephanie Taylor, I first met in Mexico. I had a concussion. I had no idea what was going on. I had this friend warning me. My friend knew about Stephen Brown. He knew about Stephen Brown. Where is What am I doing? Where's the dog? Where's the dentist? Where's the dentist? Wow, my, I'm discombobulated. I'm totally discombobulated. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, all zero viewers, <clears throat> welcome to Solitary Confinement Individual Age. This is exactly how I feel. Right now, all I feel. Castro's treats. I don't know where I put it. Ah, give her something else, my friend. Let's give her a piece of cheese. Castro loves the cheese. She loves the cheese. She loves the cheese. That's a baby of towns. She's a baby of towns. You know, a lot of people say I'm a bad guy, but I got this little dog here. Like, I had to fly back to Australia to make sure she had love, and that was in 2008. I left my dog with my partner, who just decided, ah, fuck this, I'm leaving, I'm leaving, i So I went back and got her. I went back and got them both, even her little breath. No, I'll call that. Anyway, this episode has been a failure. This episode has been a failure. I'm gonna do a Bonnie Allen episode now. Bonnie Allen. Now it's no secret. I'm gonna do a Bonnie Allen episode. Why? Why am I? Why am I? Why Bonnie Allen? Of all the journalists, I'm not picking on her. Although she probably feels I'm picking on her. She probably feels I'm picking on her. The man who's immune from being picked on. I'm enjoying my immunity from journalists picking on me. I'm doing nothing wrong. I have no more aspirations. I'm going to be unemployed for the rest of my life thanks to the good journalism. So now I can say what I want. Now I can say what I want. And I don't think I always say it well. I think at times I say it well. At times I say it well. What time are we at here? Speaking of times. So. I can edit things. Really made. 
Blade, culture, art, the ushering in of such therein and thereof, the morning drunkard, the morning drunkard, that could be another good name for a podcast, I feel like better when I interview people, Ozzy G, I can't believe I talked to Ozzy G last night, that's awesome, <laughs> Ozzy G, <laughs> What a douchebag. Ah, Colonel Wetsky. Colonel Wetsky. Okay. Alex, my father would not be happy. He might be happy. He might actually be happy with me. Is my father happy with me? Don't be tentative. That's what he used to say, and that has been my biggest weakness as a hockey player. As in any sport, my tentative, my tentativeness. I was tentative. I'm always, I'm a little bit shy. I think that's what alcohol does for me. It, it uh, unleashes my shyness into a monster that all humanity regrets. Mm. Well, I like to have enough alcohol on hand that I can drink it until I'm blacked out, and. Hmm. Bonnie Allen. I have been privy to some private correspondence of Bonnie Allen, which is perhaps why I reach out to her. She's, I believe she lives in Regina, Saskatchewan. I believe she's a CBC uh, quote unquote journalist. I mean, you always have to put that word in quotes, given what we have out there. I think she's friends with Stephanie Taylor, a woman who contacted me when I was in Mexico, trying to pry, trying to get information out of me. I just played with her a bit. Journalists. My one act, of course, was despicable. Hmm. I was a journalist. I was a journalist. I was a journalist. Quote, unquote. Yep. of, I don't know, 26, 25, I don't know. I left prison full of pep, full of learning, like so full of learning. I didn't realize how full of learning it was. intention to show the world my genuine intention to show the world how sorry I was for what I had done I tried my best in society I tried my best I tried to become a 
proactive member. I first got uh, I got released to my mother's house. Uh, the second time, <clears throat> got released to my mother's house in Prince George, BC, and what a blessing Prince George, BC, turned out to be to me, to her, to our whole family. So I went out there. I was, you know, I love sports. I love hockey. I'm sorry. I love hockey. I believe hockey culture and Don Cherry's mentality did contribute. I believe a certain woman, whose name I will never say, would be alive today had I never once seen a Don Cherry broadcast. I know that for certain. I don't know how. I don't know how, but some kind of bigotry got hammered home by Don Cherry to me and my stupid drop mentality. I also know a certain woman would be alive today had I been, had the flame of poetry and literature been turned on inside me. wasn't. That was only solitary confinement that did that. Solitary confinement. It's funny, you know, I guess this show is just therapy to me. It's just therapy. Histrionic histrionic, the hypochondriac and the historical. The writer went, through, I don't know who wrote that article, but that was a, that's a very refreshing, it's a very refreshing article. <laughs> Someone's reading it, Connor, in the comments below to this article says, I'm a touch drunk, but this may be the best thing I've read. This is definitely one of the best written articles that I've ever found online, I've ever found online ever. I don't even Trumpenreich, you know. When you talk to the hypochondriacs, sooner or later, they reveal that what they really care about is that the regime, which them is holy, and regime is, and always has been, a fundamentally holy thing. Yeah, I don't know, has been disrespectful. I don't know, but this guy's a whoever who wrote this? this? And I love it. It's an anonymous article. This is an anonymous article. Well, I sent it to Bonnie Allen today. I gotta take a shit. Does that count? I gotta go and take a shit. Ah, I got three minutes left in this on. Huh? <clears throat> Maybe I should just shit in that. Um. <laughs> Beer in the beer in the morning, Bonnie Allen. Let's try to get. Let's try for some alliteration here. Beer, Bonnie Allen. Oh, I gotta take shit. Sorry. If I don't come back in time, this has been another edition of uh, Solitary Confinement. <clears throat> oh, in the digital age. Thank you.
Like, how about this for a title? How about this for a title? Beer, Bonnie Allen, and Bill Aid. Bill Aid, of course, is the man that's gonna be playing you out as I defecate in an appropriate. What's the word? Appropriate container is not. Well, I'm just gonna defecate in a toilet. It's a toilet.